Everyone on online dating pretty much has had a bad date story and it feels so great to share it. And that's what Bad Dates of Melbourne is all about, sharing and community and putting the stories out there. And, you know, it's great because it makes you feel a little bit less alone. Have you ever gone on a bad date? Hmm, who am I kidding? I think everyone in the dating world has had a dud date. Myself... I went on a date with a guy that told me America does not have an issue with gun control and that Trump is not so bad. I went on a New Year's Eve date once with the world's moodiest, grumpiest guy I have ever met. I've gone on dates where I thought things went great, we connected, we laughed, yet immediately after was ghosted. I went on a date where I was told what kind of fitness regime I should go on to get skinnier yet never said I was trying to lose weight. And I went on several dates with this one guy who would always make excuses why he couldn't pay for our food and left me to pay for everything, even though I was a broke full-time student and he had a full-time job. Yep, we've all gone on bad dates. That is why I fell in love with Alita Bryden's Facebook pages, Bad Dates of Melbourne and Bad Dates of Australia. With a combined following of over 90,000 people, she posts on these pages anonymous submissions of bad dates. I spoke with her of how these Facebook pages help people not feel ashamed of their bad dating experiences. We spoke about how Tinder changed online dating culture, LGBTQI inclusivity, and of course, the controversial app Toffee. This is Alita Bryden. So how are you feeling after your cough and then also then you had a reaction to the cough medicine and then you're in hospital? <laughs> how oh are you my feeling? goodness, the, the cough has just been the biggest drama ever. I, I Probably about two months ago, I got a cough and cold and the cough just did not go away. Uh, so after a few weeks, I was like, right, so I, can, I cancelled, like I've got like um radio commitments and podcast commitments and I, I cancelled everything that was like verbal, which was frustrating because, you know, this is what I love to do. Um, and I got this cough medicine. So I took this cough medicine and seriously, it took about two minutes before I was like fully unconscious. So, oh my gosh, what a absolute disaster. So I just had to... um. On doctor's orders, I've just been waiting it out. So I've probably been coughing not too bad for the past mm, week and a half or so. It's been a little bit better. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it's absolutely killed me. <laughs> it's absolutely killed me. It's bad enough oh, well, like, know, getting a cough when you're trying to, you know, get all these commitments you want to do and, you know, showcase, like, all your work. But then well, you use the thing to try and help it. And it yeah, well, um, it absolutely, oh, it was an absolute killer. And I've actually come back from them. Um, I've just done a trip in Malaysia and then Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. And I did a group tour as well um, in Cambodia. And I felt like, oh, I felt like such a leper coughing on this group tour. I think everybody thought that I was really sick. Uh, but the reality is I'm not I'm not actually sick at all. It's just that I'm, I'm coughing a lot. So uh, it's really done the head in. But I'm, yeah. I'm definitely um, getting, slowly getting better now. So... I'm able to hold it together, so here we are. <laughs> Fire away, I'm, I'm all yours. I want to then cut down to the very beginning of Alita. When did it all begin for you and the glorious world of Tinder dating? Oh, <laughs> Tinder dating. 
So um, I love it and I hate it. So I was in a long-term relationship until I was about 25, but I'd always been a little bit preoccupied with online dating, not that I'd ever done it or anything, but I always thought, isn't that just intriguing, just meeting people online and, you know, never having seen them face-to-face? Like, it was all a new, it was all quite exciting. So um, when I was finally single, I thought, oh, I'll get into it, and I just, went absolutely gangbusters and probably over a period of about six or seven years I just wrapped up all of these horror dating stories. Now Tinder's Tinder's not all bad. Tinder has so much good in it. I've made so many friends. I've had so many great experiences. I think it's wonderful but you always have bad date experiences when you get into online dating. So after a few years my friends were saying you know write a book, uh, tell people about your stories. And I thought, you know what, I'm not the only one who's going through um, this experience. So uh, one day, just sitting on the couch, I set up a Facebook page, Bad Dates of Melbourne, and started posting my own bad dates and dating anecdotes and stories about, you know, my dating life. And slowly, people around Melbourne started submitting me their stories, and it just went off. I think I touched a nerve. The reality is, Everyone on online dating pretty much has had a bad date story and it feels so great to share it. And that's what Bad Dates of Melbourne is all about, sharing and community and putting the stories out there. And, you know, it's great because it makes you feel a little bit less alone. And from that, uh, Bad Dates of Melbourne has probably got about 85,000 or 90,000 followers now. Um, I've also started Bad Dates of Australia. So, you know, if you live in Queensland, New South Wales, Tasmania, wherever you are in Australia, I've got somewhere for you to share your Bad date story. So um, it's a lot of fun and it keeps me laughing pretty much all day long. <laughs> and <laughs> you have no admins on Bad Dates of Australia, Bad Dates of Melbourne. It's just you. So I have to ask, approximately how many submissions do you get a day? Because you have thousands and thousands of people following these pages. How many submissions do you get per day of these bad date experiences? That is a great question. Um, it varies depending on the page. Bad Dates of Australia on a busy day will probably get about 15. Bad Dates of Melbourne on a busy day. The busiest day I've had on Bad Dates of Melbourne, I've had 130 submissions. Um, on a regular day, I'd probably say it's between 10 and 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do put a great deal of time and energy into um, writing back to the submissions. I write back to every single one of them with a personal reply. I read every single story, generally because I feel if people are sharing sensitive personal content with me, want to give them a thoughtful reply back and something quite considered. Uh, because, you know, the people who follow Bad Dates of Australia and Bad Dates of Melbourne, I really genuinely do care about them and I care about learning about their bad experience and I, I want to hear what's happened to them so I always take the time to write back uh, and the great thing is the page is at this point where I've, I'm able to do that you know a year's time from now unfortunately maybe that will change but right now I'm really in a happy position where I get to um, have that one-on-one communication with everybody and, and I love it make yeah. so many friends. I can't believe you message back every single person that sends a submission. That's amazing. That must take so much time out of your day, but that's so great. That's such commitment there. Oh, absolutely. It it takes hours. I think that um, Bad Dates of Melbourne's got a 99% response rate, so 99% of responses will get a reply, um, and the other responses might just be, you know, spam or or whatever. Uh, You know, Bad Dates of Melbourne, for me, um, it's, 
it's more than just, you know, a Facebook page or whatever. It's a real community. And the people, you can see in the comments, the people and bad addicts of Melbourne, they genuinely do care for each other and they genuinely do support each other. And I kind of feel like I've got to uh, lead by example and put in the effort. And as I said before, you know, I, I love these people. Like, I love the Facebook folks. Yeah. I feel like a bit of a, a mum in a way with all of the kids on Facebook. Like, <laughs> I, like I genuinely care about them. So I'm, I'm more than happy to put in the um, time and energy. Oh, that's great. And what made <laughs> you to decide to make the submissions show up on the Facebook pages anonymously? There's a few reasons. So first of all, when you publish a name, um, it kind of whittles down who the story could be about. And I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I do understand that there's always two sides to every story. So I like to keep them anonym- as anonymous as possible. Uh, and secondary to that, people are sharing quite personal, sensitive information and they don't want their names put to the stories, especially when the stories are, you know, in sexual in nature, uh, they're about disappointment, they're about being embarrassed. They don't actually want to put their name on the stories. So when they submit through me, they can do it anonymously um, and, you know, it gives them that little bit more freedom, uh, to be honest. So um, it, it works quite well that way. Mm-hmm. And what I really love about as well, if I'm if it's late up at night and I can't go to sleep, I just swipe through bad dates in Melbourne. <laughs> and what I find really great is when you're going through some stories and you don't know if it is a heterosexual couple that's experiencing this bad date or if it's two guys and two girls, which I really love about it. That makes it really inclusive. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. In fact, I um, I got some submission a submission a while ago and people, well, I get regular submissions. People chime in and they go, oh, she's done this, he's done this. And I, I look back and I go, actually, you guys have got it wrong. This is about... Um, a gay couple or a lesbian couple or, you know, something that's not, someone that's not in a heterosexual relationship. And as admin, it got frustrating after a while because I thought, guys, I'm trying to be representative (laughs) of the LGBTQ community and um, you're assuming that these stories aren't, but they, some of them actually are. Not all of them, but some of them actually are. um, I'll probably say there's probably about 10% of the stories that go up. Uh, LGBTQ at the moment so um you know but I'm always pushing for more submissions of that nature always pushing for more and I do that by um you know talking about it uh, myself and also posting stories from that community I found for me um being a heterosexual woman um I thought about it and I was like what's the best way I can be an ally to the LGBTQ community and I thought well I'm in this u- unique circumstance where I can put a loudspeaker to people from the queer community um, and let them have their say in their own voice. So um, I thought to myself, you know what, I don't need to speak on behalf of people. I can let them speak for themselves. And um, that's a really fantastic thing about Bad Dates of Melbourne. You have people talking about their own experiences from their own views. So um, I'm very supportive of that community and I absolutely love what they stand for. And, you know, I don't just support LGBTQ lifestyle community. I celebrate it and I love that about Bad Dates of Melbourne. I want everyone to feel supported. You can definitely tell that in your posts and that you guys celebrate that community and and it's also just interesting because it's only been recently that society is starting to accept the LGBTQI community. So I think it's great that society gets to hear the raw stories of their lives. Yeah, you don't often get to hear in the media. 
For me, probably uh, one of the biggest things that I think about is LGBTQ representation in the media. And I think back to me growing up as a little girl, you see straight relationships everywhere. On TV, the happy ending is always about a man and a woman. Uh, movies are always about men and women. Um, you know what I mean? It, it's very limiting. And I thought to myself, what if, what if I was... Um, for example, a lesbian woman growing up, I thought, would I feel supported as a child growing up um, with the media, sending these messages about straight relationships and never about lesbian relationships? So um, I really want to um, remedy um, that representation as much as I can and just really speak out uh, on behalf of LGBTQ uh, voices. And it's fantastic that, yeah, you do prioritise in the representation, definitely. And so another topic I wanted to talk about, this has recently been in the media, and I assume you probably have been asked about this, a particular app that is trending and that is soon going to be <laughs> launching, and I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. What are your thoughts on the dating app Toffee that excludes people that have not had a private education. What is your opinion on this? <laughs> I'm deeply disappointed, deeply disappointed that I'm not going to be able to go out with any of these private school men sliding on the app. Just kidding, absolutely not. <laughs> Look, the reality is um, this private school app Toffee, I, I don't think I want to be swiping on anybody um, who is selecting based on their private school education. I think it's very elitist. And um, although it has been quite prominent in the media, the reality is Toffee is very unpopular. Uh, if you jump onto the App Store and you see how many downloads it has, I remember even in the height um, of all of the media publicity on my Play Store, it had a 1,000 downloads. So the reality is Toffee is getting a lot of but no one's actually using it because it just doesn't sound like a very good app. And the reality is uh, with these dating apps, if you don't have the user base, uh, it will suffer and probably not go very well and probably die. So I really don't see much of a uh, future for Toffee. I think it's a novelty. Uh, I think people uh, are really in Australia not that interested in swiping on people with a private school education one way or the other. Uh, it's not really how dating apps work, and I think that Tinder will absolutely eat it alive. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> definitely. I've read some articles and people, they just they have signed up to the app and just seen how it is and like what the questions they ask and oh my god like it's very elitist <laughs> they ask questions in regards to what would you choose what would you pick for your menu and where would you go like what would be your cheese of choice and dessert of choice and entree and all this very proper stuff <laughs> oh it's it's ridiculous and to be honest the reason why tinder's had so much success is because you literally have a split second judgment you base it on a photo and a tiny slice of bio, people don't want to be asking questions about what cheese is your favourite cheese or what <laughs> meal is your favourite meal because we don't have time for it. And the reality is that's exactly how it works. Uh, if you're out and about at a bar or a club, you look at someone and you have that split-second judgment as to whether you're attracted to them and from that you make your move. I mean, you don't go, oh, what's your favourite cheese? Do you like camembert or brie or Swiss or whatever? I mean, who can be bothered with any of that? I mean, I, I can't be bothered. And, and let's be honest, Toffee, I mean, what a, what a ridiculous name. I mean, oh, just 
it just makes it, I couldn't roll my eyes any harder at the whole thing. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, let's see how long it lasts, definitely. Mm, yes. Absolutely. I remember before Tinder, online dating was something that, you know, it was weird. It was something that was, you would never, ever admit it or anything like that. What's your opinion on how Tinder and all these other dating apps have just normalised online dating? I absolutely love how Tinder has normalised online dating. I remember the first time I um, read about online dating and investigated it, uh, it was back in the days when an RSVP was popular and you had to fork out money every single time you spoke to someone and probably what I love most about uh, dating apps and dating is it's for the first time in history that technology is dictating our romantic relationships. Like Tinder relies on things like, you know, um, GPS technology and app technology and all of that. So we're actually letting our phones dictate our love lives. I absolutely love that. It's, it's just unreal. The reality is there's nothing to be embarrassed about when it comes to online dating. It's completely normal, completely run of the mill these days. Everybody is doing it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It is a fantastic way of meeting people. You know, 10 years ago, if I wanted to meet somebody, I'd have to get dressed, go out, uh, put my clothes on, drive into the city, uh, go to a club, go to a bar, and I would meet a guy between the hours of 11 p.m. and 1 a.m., and probably I'd do that on a Friday or a Saturday and if I didn't meet a guy during those few hours during the week I wouldn't meet a guy for the rest of the week whereas now with Tinder I can meet a guy on Tuesday on my lunch break on Friday afternoon in the park on Monday uh, hanging out with my maybe not hanging out with my mum but <laughs> hanging out at home um, it, it's absolutely um, phenomenal and I absolutely love it so to be honest, I think anybody who is single and wanting to date or hook up or just get to know people online, Tinder is an absolutely terrific solution and um, it's definitely worth a go. And during your experience on Tinder since your since your Facebook page has just blown up, have you gone on Tinder and people recognised you and said like, hey, you're the girl from Bad Dates in Melbourne? Have you had that experience? <laughs> Oh, my, my life has absolutely turned upside down since I've uh, started Bad Dates of Melbourne. I don't have any anonymity on Tinder anymore. <laughs> I'd probably say very regularly my matches, uh, the first message will be, oh, I know you, you're Ali from Bad Dates of Melbourne, which is very nice and very flattering, but it's not great for your loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, 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 two, there's two camps of men. Um, there's the men who um, I chat about what I do, and uh, they find it quite, uh, I don't know if intimidating is the right word, but a little bit frightening, to be honest, uh, because I think if um, you start talking about bad dates and you want to go on a bad date with a bad date girl, it's a bit bit full on. So I've scared all of that crew off. Um, but then there's the guys that follow the page and they know who I am and I know my sense of humor and I know what I'm about, and they're super keen. So, um, you know, I've really uh, divided the guys up into two camps at the moment. <laughs> and my love life's just struggling a little bit because of it. But the reality is I absolutely love what I do and I absolutely love the community on Facebook. So, you know, I don't care. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't care at all. I'm, I'm absolutely just enjoying this ride and going to go along with it for as long as I can. So I love it. And then my last question I have for you is, since you've started this page, you have 
allowed people to celebrate their single life and it not be something, you know, you have to be ashamed of or it not be something that, you know, like you don't have to be ashamed to say like, oh, I'm just on Tinder and, you know, I'm just on it because it's just a bit of fun or I'm just on Bumble because it's just a bit of fun. What's your comments on how your Facebook page is basically just letting people celebrate single life and dating life and it's just something that's normal. It's not something that, you know, has to be a big label across your head or anything like that? Great question. Uh, The reality is single life is not celebrated as much as it should be. I feel like when I was growing up, I was constantly working towards that, you know, your wedding day will be the happiest day of your life. You know, when you're in your 20s, you're going to settle down, you're going to get married, you're going to find a partner. Uh, When you get married, it's going to be for the rest of your life. Like we have these messages that relationships are this big, huge deal and that, you know, when we're in a relationship, we celebrate these milestones like, you know, engagement, anniversaries, weddings, babies, all of these, you know, milestones that uh, are all about being in a relationship. But, you know, what do... What do single people get? Uh, single people should be celebrated as well because, you know, we're actually living really fun lives. Like in 2019, you know, we can travel, we've got great jobs, we've got friends, we've got fun, we've got the world at our disposal. Um, so there's so much to be celebrated in terms of single life. Um, and, you know, we can enjoy that lifestyle without having to constantly feel like we're working towards a relationship. And, you know, relationships are great. I love relationships. And, you know, if I'm in a relationship one day, that's absolutely fantastic. It would be great to meet someone. But life is good. Life is really good. And I think that we should just stop and smell the roses and appreciate what we've got. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview the head woman of Bad Dates of Melbourne that I've just been (laughs) following for months. Even though I do not reside in Melbourne, I've just been obsessed with so much. So thank you so, so much for letting me talk to you. Really appreciate it, Ali. No, it was an absolute pleasure. It was lovely talking to you. And um, I'm glad you're enjoying the page. And, you know, you can always submit me a story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. My bad date stories can be a bloody novel. Jeez. That was Alita Bryden, the mastermind behind Bad Dates of Melbourne and Bad Dates of Australia. If you are not following these pages, I don't know how you are not, please hit like on Bad Dates of Melbourne and Bad Dates of Australia if you're in desperate need of a good laugh and also not to feel ashamed of your past dating experiences. Because let's just admit it, we've all had some dud dates. <laughs>